You are listening to Social Bees Radio, where we put the honey in the honey pots. I'm your director, the Rickster, and if you ever wanted to know everything and anything about Web3, crypto, or NFTs, you're in the right place. So fasten your seatbelt, get ready, and let's get started. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, everybody. My dear friend, um, Wings of Wisdom is here joining me live. So I'm actually really excited about our conversation today because I think it's so purposeful. When we talk about will Web3 provide more time, and then I'm going to add in the end how. We were talking about the, um, you know, almost working harder now um that 24 7 and i think it was dorado was saying that in regards to uh we're now this web 3 world there's never enough time and i would say that's because of one twitter spaces and because it's global like we are communicating globally now and that is 24 7 and i know that we've even adjusted our time slot uh, to be able to accommodate, we used to have a little bit of a later time slot, and we had a harder time connecting with our, our European audience. And we, as you can see, really draw in a global audience based on, you know, the speakers you've already heard today. And so we needed to adjust that. And, um, and it is, you know, you find that when people are working, maybe they're nine to five, well, the only time that they can focus on a web three building a an empire or building a project or or really inventing their why, well, that's done from, you know, the evening hours or in the middle of the night or early in the morning. And so it's definitely almost say, uh, technology has provided some incredible opportunities, but technology has also created some incredible um, anxiety and feeling that FOMO, because now we know about all the things that are happening that maybe we're not part of or we feel we should be doing that we maybe never had a clue that, you know, we could be participating in or that those were even ideas. So it's like this harmony of, because, you know, I don't like to use the word balance, but this um, having discernment, right? Going back to, well, what's my why? Why am I getting up out of bed each morning? What is it that drives me? What is my purpose? What is my calling? And am I actually living that and putting in each conversation and each thing that I do throughout my day, uh, is that pushing me closer to the overall goal of that why? And I'll be completely honest, I fail every single day on this. And that is why being involved in a community is so vital. And so we are part of a larger community, uh, which is the SBU um, DAO, it's at Social Bees University. We are really dedicated to the education of all. And so when we talk about, you know, women in Web3, when we talk about diversification, when we talk about the education that is needed, the platform that is needed, the locations that are needed, for example, this space, 
in real live events, um, meetups, uh, conversations, uh, discord channels, communities. I mean, I could go on and on and on. These things are needed so that we all understand, okay, maybe if I can find my tribe, I don't need to worry about the FOMO. I don't need to worry about what's going on outside of my community because everything is happening within my community and I actually have access and knowledge of those things. And I'm here to tell you that our community has that. We are really, really dedicated to that platform of education and community and we want to make sure that you feel served and heard. And so um, I think that that's just so vital and why these conversations are important because we can be over inundated with that noise as you were talking about that we almost go, well, which way do we go? Which, which direction? Do I go over here? Do I go over here? Well, they're doing this and they're doing that. And then you feel like all of a sudden you're like, you've lost your why, you've lost your focus and you've lost your time as kind of what I had uh, geared this, this topic to today. And then we end up being all over the place. And so, you know, I want to just, you know, every, during each program, I always want to make sure everybody knows that the community that we branch from and are part of, um, is this social bees university. And you can go into our YouTube channel over 700 hours of education are there as well. And all are welcome to join our discord channel. Um, but we want you to be part of our community, um, and very purposeful and to know what your why is. I'm going to actually say, address that for a moment, that not everybody even knows what their why is. And actually, maybe I'll put that down. I'm going to put that down as a topic conversation for a few future um, program, because I've actually taught this and how to identify what your why is based on, you know, what your heart is, what your skill set is, what are you called to do? And, you know, there's some things that we can dive into in that conversation. So I just wrote that down. But I want to go to our um, next speaker, who I appreciate your patience, WXM. Will you go ahead and unmute yourself? Tell everybody who you are, what you do. And I want you to feel comfortable to elaborate or comment on anything that has already been discussed, and then I'm going to pose some direct questions to you. Welcome to Honey Radio today. Hi, thanks so much for having me today. Um, I'm Sophia, I'm the community manager for Women X Meta, um, and also the original artist as well. Um, I came on board in, I think it was February, after I was the actual artist for the collection, and then um, I was asked to be community manager. Um and I absolutely love it, and I love to get to know people in the spaces, and obviously there's a few faces in here that I do know um, already. Uh, I haven't seen Laurie in so long, so when I seen that she was in, I was like, yay. Um, I was thinking the same thing, Sophia, <laughs> sorry for interrupting, I was like, yay, she's in here. I know, same, I was like, oh my god, I can't believe you're in here, but, um, but yeah, it's very nice to see you, and like, yeah, interesting conversation today, it's, it's, it's weird because... Um, I've came from. I've been self-employed myself, like so. I'm a freelancer, um, freelance graphic designer, and I've worked for myself for a few years now. So I've kind of been flexible with my own time. But I work on um, Eastern time now, and obviously I'm in the UK, so it's a bit different for me. Like the perspective of my time, <clears throat> although I get to be flexible with it, I'm on a completely different time like schedule to my friends and my family and my partner so that can be quite difficult um I tend to work through the night um like I get up late and I go to bed late because 
obviously I'm it's five hours behind um in New Jersey where the rest of the team are and it that fits me well because I've always kind of been like a night owl um so it it has suited me well but it's catching up with me a little bit like like today I'm so tired everyone around me's got COVID and I've been to an event last Friday um where everyone caught COVID from and I think I thought that I'd dodged it but I feel like it's kind of it's grabbing me and like I'm I've just hit a wall today I'm tired I've got a headache so I'm, I've took a test but I seem to I'm negative so far but um but yeah so it's it's difficult it's difficult for me because obviously like I said coming from England I'm on a completely different time schedule but um I definitely feel like web3 can provide a lot more time for people because say for example you know you need to if you've I don't have kids but you know, if your kids have got like a parents evening or something, you can always, you could always be there. Whereas 20 years ago, my parents couldn't do that because they had to do a nine to five job. They didn't work for themselves. They had to be on someone else's time. Whereas now you can, you can kind of schedule your meetings around um, everything that you're doing personally, um, which is really beneficial. I think, I think it's the same with every kind of like startup company like obviously we're in the start of web3 kind of we're, we're relatively new so everything takes a lot of hours to put in at the start and then we'll kind of reap the benefits i think in a few years and be able to have a lot more freedom with our time i love that and thank you for sh- for being really transparent in regards to what's going on in your personal life and you know you mentioned about friends and family being in you know you being tired and Friends and family may be struggling with COVID due to the event that you were at recently and, you know, working on an East uh, Coast time zone while you live in UK. What are some of the, do you have any really great wisdom? And I'm going to tell you, it's okay if you say no, I don't. Um, In regards to time management, how are you maybe creating success to achieve things as a freelance graphic designer, being self-employed, community manager uh, for a project. Um, how do you, how do you structure your time? And do you work in, do you, do you do like an eight hour? Or as you mentioned, it's easy to schedule meetings around our life events and you know that could be good and or bad sometimes because then now all of a sudden you actually can be available it just might be at an inconvenient time zone for us what are your thoughts on that yeah so i'm i find myself like you know if i've got a space or a meeting to go to or i know that we've got a certain event on that goes in my diary first and then everything else can kind of work around it but it's it's very flexible that you know, say today I've got this space, which was at 6pm my time. Um, you know, I can be anywhere in the world doing this space. I can be anywhere. I can be in the car. I can be at the airport. Whereas, you know, when I went to NFT NYC, like, you know, I'm waiting in the airport and I'm on spaces and stuff and no one knows where I am. I can always get my job done no matter where and I can always live my life as well. So it's really like, I'm, I'm like a, a digital nomad. So it works really well for me. But um, I've got ADHD as well. So I have to like, like, abide by a schedule myself and if I don't everything just goes very messy um so you have to make sure that I like I'm very like over the top when it comes to like notes and planners and lists and things because if it's not written down then it doesn't happen so um and then I kind of <laughs> I get a bit like I get a bit weird when my plans are, are messed up so I'm having to try to 
kind of work my way around that as I've got older. Like I'm 28 now and I'm only try- I'm only just now figuring out like how I work mentally and how I work like, you know, how I can get on with my work and not get distracted and stuff. So I have to work from home because if I work um, around people, I get very easily distracted and I get nothing done. So I work from home um, and make sure everything goes in the diary. Um, and then I can kind of, I'm really happy with the, the hours that I do. So I do like four hours a day um, community management for this project. And um, and then, you know, if I'm jumping on a different project, I can do four hours with them or, or two hours or something. But I can always get what I want done. And I can, you know, let's just say like, I don't miss a dinner or me, like my partner's not angry because I'm always working type of thing. Like, I'm, it's not like that. Like, I'm very flexible in what I do and the team who I work with as well as like really understand that and we kind of just all work around each other so you know if I I I I seen the message come through today about joining this space and I was like I haven't been in in the social b space for ages I can't honey radio like I'll jump into that one and I'll speak to them and um and like you know if if it's interesting to someone else then one of the founders will jump in or and we just sometimes we all jump in a room together and um, we just work around each other, and it it it's, it works really well, to be honest. And because we all get on so well, we don't have any. There's no friction. We just we just let everyone do their own thing. So yeah, it works really well. Sorry, I'm rambling a bit, which makes me think. I think I've got brain fog. I'm like, I've definitely got COVID. <laughs> That's funny. I love it. I love it. You mentioned several things that I wrote down in, you know, regards to the advantage that we can do uh, as digital nomads. We can work anywhere, anytime. And that can be a beautiful thing and it can also be a burden. So I call it a blessing and a burden because I'm the same way that I can pretty much operate my businesses anywhere in the world at any time. That could be a challenge in that do you ever really rest? Do you ever really take a vacation? Do you ever really, you know, unplug and how intentional we must be in doing that and the you know because we have access everywhere 24 7 um do you find that to be a struggle uh savannah yes so like yeah i never have a day off really like and i like i said i mentioned i i think because i've got adhd that could be that's one of the reasons why i'm working all the time because my brain doesn't rest so um i really do struggle to to slow down um because what i feel like once i slow down or to stop it's so hard to get back going again so um I, i'm just all guns blazing all the time like full speed ahead and you know my friends and family around me say slow down like you know you can have a rest you can have a day off but because i think because i i love what i do so much it doesn't like it sounds cliche, but I honestly do. Like I love what I do, so I do wake up and I, I just I feel like I'm I'm so lucky to do what I do. Um, I wasn't made for the nine to five office life. Like I tried it and I failed miserably at it. And then, you know, like as as my career's progressed over the years, I've kind of I found what I've got into my groove and found what I wanted to do. So, like, you know, I do struggle to have a day off. Um, but. You know, I'll find like I enjoy like outdoors and you know hiking and things like that. So I'm quite lucky in the fact that me my phone doesn't work at the top of a mountain, um, which is quite beneficial sometimes because I can't get any service and um 
I'm kind of forced to have a bit of a break then and that's when I can fully relax when there's no Wi-Fi or there's no service and my phone's not going off. No, I totally can relate. You know, my, uh, my mentor down there, one of my, you know, the thought leaders of our community when I talk about, because I too have ADD or, if you know, ADHD, however you want to classify it. Uh, he has informed me that I need to start now referring to it as hyper creativity. And, uh, and so I fully embrace that, you know, that we just have this massive amount of creativity with limited time. And does that not also relate to the topic? today that there are all these things we want to do but we really do need to hone in to the fact of are they purposeful to our why and to our calling and so we have to have that discernment I'll go back to that and the wisdom to go okay time out Mel you know you need to go do you need to go be still and even in our our moments of feeling like no I need to do these things or the FOMO feeling or being involved or participating in all these things well at the end of the day that's just going to create burnout and then we're no good to nobody and then we actually lose that hyper creativity so I call myself a creative entrepreneur is what I list as you know all the things that I do because it's really hard to define what that is and in a Web3 world, that can almost be detrimental. Um, and so I will kind of lean into why it's so important to maybe have the accountability partners in your life and the conversations to remind us, okay, do I need to be involved in all things? How many projects are do I really need to be creating? Um, is this uh, going toward the goal of actually creating more time for my family? Because I think so many people want to go into maybe self-employment or are excited about Web3 because you think you're going to have more time where I think we've already identified that actually we almost feel like we have less time because of this 24-7 global access, and that's where we then need to be self-disciplined to remind ourselves, turn your phone off or leave it in another room, fully unplug. And you know what I find is interesting is I've actually even had to maybe announce that. I can remember seasons when I would say, um, don't panic, I'm turning my phone off you're not going to have immediate access to me. So don't take it personally if I don't text you back right away. Uh, how sad is that? Uh, Dorota, what do you think about that? Is that? Does that affect any part of your life? Do you resonate with that? Yeah, I can totally relate to that. So I'm also a freelancer, digital nomad. I can work from anywhere, but that also means I, I always work. So it's so difficult to unplug. Um, and especially, yeah, it's such an easy access to technology everywhere. So um, yeah, my family kind of got used to me always checking my email, always also on the weekend or in the evening. Um, my, my friends are, are really like uh, almost shouting at me like, what are you doing? It's the weekend or you are on holiday. You shouldn't be working. Um, yeah, but it's, it's, it's very, very difficult to, to unpack uh, because there's so many things happening, not only with like Web3, but in general. So yeah, I, I can I can really hear you there, hear you there. 
And, and I think that's why it's so important that we have these conversations to remind ourselves that we're not alone and to the importance of actually unplugging and that it is okay because otherwise, truly, at the end of the day, we're not going to be any good to anybody. And then that leads into, you know, all the health uh, challenges that we have. And so my, my co-host here, my dear friend, Wings of Wisdom, uh, I think, and I'm going to say this, I think she is really great at unplugging and making the decisions to basically... And I'm going to say this in a nice way. Um, she'll put her middle finger up at, at anybody outside the world and say, nope, I'm unplugging this weekend. Sorry, I'm not going to tune in. I'm not going to participate. I am going to go be with my family and y'all need to deal with that. Now, that was me and my verbiage that she would never do that and never say it that way. But that's the admiration I have of her because I feel like she... Uh, at least in my viewpoint, so we're going to bring her up and I'm going to ask her this. From me, my standpoint in all the texts, all the conversations or, um, you know, our relationship, I find it easier for her to unplug than it is for me to unplug. Um, Wings of Wisdom, do you agree or disagree? I would agree. <laughs> <laughs> and do you yeah. put your middle finger up at everybody? Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes I need to. Um, no. um, you know, that truly comes from years of selfless giving when I was in my 20s, 30s. And then in my 40s, I started looking at my kids and thinking they got the seconds, seconds and thirds of me. And I was really frustrated by that. And so I normally give everybody else 100, 100%. You know, whatever I can give, I try to give. But when my kids, now that they're all adults, when they choose to want to spend time with me, or if I take that family vacation, or, you know, if we're all together somewhere, I truly need to put my phone down, disconnect, and tell everybody, hey, this is what I'm doing. If you don't like it, well, I didn't ask if you did or not. I'm just telling you this is what I'm doing. So I, I ask think I've you, learned. I want to ask you that when you say, because I was actually saying the same thing. You feel like you almost have to tell people that yeah. I'm disconnecting. Why do we feel we need to even say that? Well, for me, I know that other people in our community have disconnected and not said anything. And then we tend to worry. Are they okay? Are they, you know, did something happen, you know, that they're not telling us? So it's more for me, just a respect for everybody else that I'm involved with, closely involved with, just to let them know, hey, it's time to have family time. It's time to just disconnect and be, you know, just be me without the, you know, earbud in my ear with my phone in my hand. Because I know my grandkids, I can even be sitting on the couch and I'll be texting or doing something. And they're like, Grandma, hello, you know, just pay attention to me. And I'm like, shame on me. I did this with my kids. And, you know, granted, we didn't have tiny cell phones, you know, little computers in our hands 24-7, which I'm very thankful for. But I don't want to give them second best. And they're the most important people in my life. So, you know, that's how it, it's just a learning curve for me. 
I totally agree with you. It, you know, my kids, I would say, especially during the years when I was building my business and really trying to identify who I was. And I would say that was for sure, like in my early thirties and here I was raising four kids. So four kids under the age of five and really just trying to figure out who I was and create my own identity outside of being a mom and a wife. I wanted to be Melanie. And I think women really, you know, if we get to the root of it, really struggle harder, I think, than men do in that uh, identity crisis and identity role and how often our identities shift and significantly shift from the seasons of when we are with our young kids, you know, through those years to then when you are now, you know, kids out of the house, like you and I are so similar. And we that's why we relate to each other so much that our children are grown out of the house and now we're grandmas and it's a whole different energy where when you say, you know, kids were getting the second and thirds of me, I wrote that down because I totally resonated. Although I still always showed up, doesn't mean I wasn't thinking of my business, my employees and all the things and the, uh, my visionary of all the things I wanted to do. I was always, maybe my mind was elsewhere. Maybe I was physically there, but not, you know, emotionally and mentally always present in that moment for things. So I'd show up, but it doesn't mean I was present if you, if you got me. And so I too have been in that season of uh, basically saying yes to my kids. And I, I'm going to be honest, maybe not so much to my husband, but to my kids, <laughs> those poor husbands still, you know, although we were, we are, we know we're supposed to, uh, you know, make sure that those relationships continue when the kids leave. All that. That'll be another topic for another day. Uh, my husband and I have been together now 33 years and, um, you know, poor, poor Bill, he still gets the seconds and thirds. I'm not proud of that. Um, but I did talk, I think it was last week, I mentioned how I intentionally left my phone in the other room to sit with him and it was so funny that awkward silence and I actually announced him just so you know because I wanted that you know words of affirmation credit I did actually leave my phone in the other room so that I could really make sure that I wasn't distracted I mean that's kind of pathetic um, in a way and I'm saying me being pathetic but in this season of yes to my kids and that's what I why I didn't reopen my business I wanted the freedom so I thought um, in the sense of time freedom to be able to say yes. Now, while I'm in that, I'm now, you know, as we were already discussing, we're accessible everywhere and anywhere so I can work wherever I'm at. And that 1000% sh uh, creates challenges. Now I'm going to um, quiz our audience here. Um, and I have a feeling that you are going to know what I'm talking about, but you just said, you know, about, um, you know, free to just be me. Well, that reminded me of a song and, um, and this thing that we had played when I was probably, and I know it was in elementary school being in the gymnasium slash cafeteria and they played the show free to be you and me, I think is what it was called. And so, uh, do you, do you have childhood memories of that? And do, do you remember that? I'm curious, Wings of Wisdom. <laughs> I do have, you know, when you said that, I'm like, ooh, I do remember something. But unfortunately, from my past, I have blocked a lot of things out just because of a lot of issues that I've had. But I do remember something about that. But I do feel that, you know, being 
you know, you talked about your husband and stuff and just being disconnected and you wanted those words of affirmation, which I totally understand because boundary is very much, you know, pay attention when I'm talking to you, pay attention. And I can still be doing 15 other things at one time and listening to him. But is that giving the best of me? And I feel like um, what you did with Bill, that's so important to be able to, you know, it might've been silent, but I bet that meant the world to him just to have that. So I love that you did that. I know that's totally off topic, but I just wanted to tell you. Oh, all things are off topic, yet they do still relate because in a sense, it's all about, you know, time, Web3, women, our responsibilities, our identity, all the things that we deal with 24-7. So I always say, like, all things relate because, one, we just spoke about them, so obviously it's important. And so um, I'm pulling up, it was Marlo Thomas and friends, free to be you and me. And isn't that what this space is specifically about is we want everybody to be free to be me. I want to be free to be me. I want to show up authentically. I want to tell you about, you know, all the things that I'm dealing with personally, professionally, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and financially. Like, let's have those conversations because at the end of the day, you know, somebody is going to be able to relate to that. I may have been able to plant a seed in somebody that says, I need to chill out. I'm being too hard on myself. Or maybe I need to step it up because I'm not doing enough toward my why. And and so at the end of the day, that is my main reason for this channel is so that I can show up and say for at least two hours a day that you're going to get reality. You're going to get, you know, uh, the highs are high, the lows are low. Let's have the conversation. And at the end of the day, it really is about can we be better, do better and show up better? One thousand percent, but also grace within all of those and all the seasons of being a woman in real life and in this web three world that we are shaping. And that's why I think the, the conversations about the challenges we face 24 seven are so important so that as we shape web three world and what that looks like, what are some solutions and conversations we can have, because I always like to say, uh, yeah, let's talk about the challenges, but let's also talk about those solutions and, and what can we do to, you know, maybe create more time. And, and we were talking about, you know, scheduling and planners, you know, one of our speakers was talking about that. And, and, you know, those are so purposeful so that we know when to show up and how to show up and what we're showing up for. Um, but also I think it's so unfortunate that we almost need to say and block off self-care time. And so um, WXM, talk to me about, you know, your planning process of your day, if you even, you know, what that looks like. Um, what, is, what is that for you? You mentioned, cause you do schedule, you have planners, you have lists. Do you have favorite resources that maybe you can share with those that are uh, listening in or may watch the recording? Yeah, so I use um, I use different like um, project management tools. So Notion to me is a really good tool um, because 
you can kind of make as many lists or as little lists as you want and put as much detail in. Like, for example, my friends laugh at me because, like I said, I make a list for everything. So we speak about, for example, going on holiday. So I'm the person who makes a spreadsheet and goes, right, here's the link to the flights. Here's the link to this. Here's the link to that. And they're like, wow, you're mad. And I'm like, I know, but if I don't do this, this is how my brain works. And if I don't do it, then it's not going to happen. And I'll forget all about it. Are you a person that will um, put down something on your list that you've already done and it wasn't there just so you can cross just it off? Just take it off, yeah, because otherwise yep. I'll forget all about <laughs> <Exactly>. it. <laughs> <laughs> because it's a feeling and sense of accomplishment. Exactly. It, that's it. It's like just that little serotonin boost of being able to tick something off your list and know that, you know, you've, you've remembered to do it and, you know, it's done. And like I, I love that. Um, yeah. So I use I use Notion. I have it on my phone. I use it for every single client. I use it for all my personal stuff. Whether it's a shopping list, um, you can create it how you want, or you can use templates as well. And um, I'd I'd really suggest using that if someone's looking for a project management tool like or software that, and they've just not really found one because i've used to use trello and that's just it just didn't work with my brain at all um so yeah have a look at notion i swear i'm not on commission for this i sound like i am but (laughs) no i asked and that's what this is about it's about us you know really talking about those tools and resources that we are currently using to create success and several times you you've kind of what i love about you being you know 28 year old and so wings of wisdom and i both have you know children our children are in your age range and the fact that you you've mentioned several times about well this is who you are and this is how you work best i think it's such a testament to you because most women at your age you know maybe don't know who they are at yet and how they are most productive or the challenges that maybe oh, that 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 software that system's not going to work for me i need to find something that will create success and i really admire that in you would you say that came from your upbringing was that uh, something you learned in school uh, where did that um you know self identification come from for you to be able to create the success that you have it's it's come from kind of being it's definitely not come from family i'm a bit of a estranged from me family to let's say so i've kind of i've always had to do things for myself so i think that's why um like i've always had to be self-sufficient and things like that so my my kind of thought process is if i don't do something for myself and i don't you know i don't create lists or i don't write things down and get things done then it's not going to get done i'm where am I going to get like I'm not going to be at the place that I want to be at um no one else is going to do it for me so I need to do it myself so I think I've been quite mature from a young age so now at 28 I feel like I'm probably about 68 in the heads but um yeah it's just something that like I've just I've learnt myself and I've it's it's a lot of trial and error that I've gone through as well of failing and you know like suffering the brunt of that as well of like failing in jobs and not knowing like starting a job and quitting a job and just not knowing what I wanted to do and then as soon as I found something that I wanted to do I've just grabbed it with both hands and just like just ran with it and found like researched and educated myself on everything I can to to possibly be the best version of myself for for myself and for everyone around me as well um because like 
this could be off topic, but like, you know, growing up, I've had like, I had a bit of a toxic upbringing. So I don't want to bring that into like my future as well or of the people around me. So no one wants to be around a toxic person. So I try and kind of, the way I organise my life is I put things into lists and it, I just feel like it just helps me just day to day with everything. So, you know, I'll, I have like really bad executive dysfunction with having ADHD. So having these lists and things and remembering, you know, uh, making schedules in my phone that like if my friend needs me to go to attend the doctor's appointment with them, it's in my phone. So I won't forget because I remember how I felt if, you know, my parent forgot my my hospital appointment when I was a kid. So I do things now that I know that I wanted when I was younger and that other people would want as well and that I would want from my friends. So even just using it on a personal note, like um, lists and stuff like that has honestly changed my life. That's so beautiful. And I, I, I already like I, I feel that energy of what a beautiful friend you are. I'm curious what your birth order is. What do you mean? Are you a firstborn? Or oh, no, child? no, no. I'm the youngest. You're the baby. Interesting. So the fact that you're not selfish and self-entitled and, um, you know, I say these things because, you know, a lot of what you were originally saying, you know, with that self-sufficient, you know, no one else will do it for me is very much a firstborn trait, you know. And then when you were talking about your concern and, you know, care for others and how would you feel if somebody showed up you in a certain way? So you want to make sure that you're not dishonoring somebody. That's such a middle child, you know, mentality. And then to hear that you're actually the youngest, which typically, you know, uh, the siblings uh, tend to either do for them all things, you know, but you did kind of hint to some things, you know, within the family. So I'm, I, I find that fascinating. Is there anything you want to add to that being the youngest child? Yeah, like it's something that I've kind of experienced me like a lot of my life, like people like get surprised that I am the youngest of I'm the youngest of three so there's a, a bit of an age gap between my siblings so they're they're um 36 and 37 and both have families of their own and kids and you know husbands and wives and things like that and they they kind of they left home so I was young so I was left at home so because they'd moved on type of thing so um but like my sister my older sister is more like my mom um she basically like raised me so she's very like very strong-minded female and that's where I've got a lot of like a lot a lot of my strengths from and things like that and the self-sufficiency type of thing because we were just it was like me and my sister we weren't less left to femme for ourselves but you know it was kind of like that emotionally anyway so um she she taught me a lot and we're still very close to this day and she's like my mum still to this day but um yeah people do people say that like about being the youngest like you know, the, the the dynamics in families, the oldest, the middle child. And I think yeah. the dynamics of my family was my dad was the middle child and he, he had typical middle child syndrome, as he says. So he then, then when he had his own kids, made sure there was that dynamic was not there, but it somehow led to me being the, the black sheep, 
type the thing. Black sheep. I love it. Yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting when you mention, you know, that age gap. Well, actually, then, you know, anytime you've got almost like a five year, they, I think it's like a five year age gap, you do almost become that, you know, it's a, a totally different, and I don't, it's not really a generation, but it's the birth order no longer applies because you don't have that. Um, one right after another. So with that age gap, it very much does make you where you are on your own. And it makes sense. You mean you talk about the self-sufficiency and um, I would imagine your parents were tired uh, by that point, because I can tell you, you know, my older two, and again, I had four and five years. So my older two children are completely different than my younger two children. And let me explain, you know, my firstborn is very much like me in regards to the leadership. She's a Leo, um, very determined and very, very much wants to be uh, intentful, purposeful and have a voice. And, you know, number one, wants to be succeed. She is a gold, um, you know, received a gold uh, medal for track in, in Maryland, the Maryland uh, track meets and stuff. So for our entire state, she has won gold in our division. And then my second born is the middle daughter. So it's three girls and then a boy. So the second one is definitely the mediator, uh, people pleaser. And she was the one that um, went in and a fourth grade teacher. And she ended up getting two degrees because she actually wanted to maybe outdo her her older sister. She's always trying to keep up. And she too is a gold uh, state medalist for Maryland in track and field. And then we have the third born, which is the, the youngest daughter, who is my free spirit. And at the age of 22, she just turned 23, you know, ha is why I'm a grandma. And I can't even imagine in my life, you know, without him, the, the grandbaby and her. And then we have Billy and, you know, God love Billy the fourth. Um, and, you know, it's just, he's, you know, spoiled rotten and, um, you know, uh, but also he's very kind and considerate, but it's interesting, the drive. So let me say that, you know, that energy, the drive, the passion and kind of where they all are at their lives. The total difference between the older two and the younger two, because by the time the third one came, I was tired. And so I talk about that and I want to be real about that. 